It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, what's up, everybody? Ears up. We are back in the studio, in the virtual studio here. To talk a little bit about my second favorite treat. And, uh, you know, we're all basically big churro heads over here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love a good turkey leg. Mm. I you know, I don't eat them often because it is sort of um, an adventure to eat like that in front of people. Well, and it's also True. kind of weird because it, it's sort of enough for a whole meal. But then your whole meal is one thing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And it's just meat. And it's just yeah. meat. And it's very salty. Yeah. And it's kind of expensive. So you really have to share it with a few people. But you can only share it with very close people because of the way that you eat it. It's a very unique treat. It, treat. it really is, man. I wonder if it's the best value dinner wise, like meal wise. You know what I mean? Because what is it like eight, nine bucks? No, it's oh. like it's like 15. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. 11, seven years yeah. ago. So <laughs> but that, that was the first time you complained about it. All right. Fair enough. Because I think you were like, what? I thought this was eight dollars. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. I still <laughs> thought it was eight dollars. At least oh. you're consistent. Yeah. So. I live in the past. OK, that's what I do. <laughs> But I like a turkey leg. I wish that there wasn't any cholesterol or in there or anything. I would eat more. I'd eat more of everything if it didn't have well, yeah, cholesterol and calories and yeah. sugar and and ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. But Eric is going to take us through the history of the turkey leg, which sounds weird a little. until you think about the turkey legs just weren't there in the park one day. And where are all these turkeys coming from? See, exactly. And I've also There's heard all the rumors where it's like, well, you know. They're genetically modified yeah. uh, ostriches, actually. And that's why they're so darn big, because yeah. everything has to be, you know, there's a reason for it, apparently. Yeah. So Eric's yeah, going to take exactly. us through that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit to Bev about her recent trip to Disneyland. And uh, Ter- uh, Terrence, uh, Eric, you were just there recently with Terrence, right? No, we is 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 now late December. Oh, got because moved. If, if, if it's late December now, then yes, Terrence and I were just at Disneyland. I mean, we can call it late December if that means you have something to say about it. No, they're no, going I, to December. They're oh, whatever. I thought yeah. you already went and you're going back. All right. No, no, no. I, right. I met up with Terrence in uh, my my homeland of uh, Carardo. No. Oh. And um, yeah. Nice. All right, well then, never mind, it? man. That, you, then yeah. you can't talk about it. But Bev will talk <laughs> yeah, a little bit about her trip. That Bev, story you, is done. Yeah, you did go to Disneyland, right, Bev? I'm not. I'm not. I did. I crazy. was there last week. Somebody yes. went with Terrence, but you didn't no. go. To, you didn't with Terrence. I don't know what's I, going on. I went with Abby. <laughs> Who? Right, fair. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, and then we have a segment from Terrence. We have another Who Dat, mm-hmm. which means Ooh. I have to find music for that. So that'll be fun. And then we got some news. There's actually some pretty good. Um, Get it all out, Bev. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't. Um, right like, in the microphone. Just get it. Just get I it all out. Gone into the microphone. I was off. <laughs> I heard it. Anyway, um, we all heard it. It's fine. I didn't feel it. <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> yeah. that was a big one. <laughs> you, you, you almost got me on that one. Oh man, we're all just gonna go. Yeah, I'm sort of fighting one now too, Bev. Thanks, appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, going through this thing with Alice, or at least not so much anymore, but uh, where she would like fake yawn. And it's like, you know, she's faking on it because it's like she'll do eight of them in a row and it's just very exaggerated. And then she's looking at you for a reaction. Stop faking on it. 
And then I start doing it back to her. And then I'm and then it makes me actually yawn. If I start fake yawning, then I'm actually yawning. So we're both going, No, there, oh. there's science behind that. As soon as you fake said the word real. Yeah. As soon as you said the word yawn, I felt the need to yawn again. Right. I, I wanna yawn right now. I think we all should. Let's take a yawn break. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <sighs> I was trying this whole time to fight it. See? That was not this is not good. <sighs> oh, this is therapy. Yeah. Taryn, that Taryn sec- embrace it. Yeah, that second one. That second one was real. And we're not, we're back. We're refreshed. We're ready to go. Speaking of Alice, we got to go to her school today or um to like sit in on the class. To observe. To observe. And it was it was weird because we've never really gotten a, a, a straight answer out of her as to what they actually do in class. And it's like, you know, Montessori or whatever. And it's like, it sounds really, I don't know, high education or like, you know, there's a lot of research or there's a lot of intention with what they do. But we go there and she only goes for the second half of the class and they just like sort of Gatling gun information at them while they're sitting on this blue line. And mm-hmm. it's like, here are the days of the week. And then she's always saying, we same in Spanish now too. And then here's the day. And then we say the thing. And then we, and it's like, I couldn't even keep up and I'm very smart. Yeah. And it, so I wonder if it's just a bunch of like, let's cover them in a blanket put a blanket on them a blanket of information where so they're just so shell-shocked they can't move and and, and <laughs> fart around were they just acting for like that specific day like no most i don't of the week they're like so. here's a block <laughs> yeah. put it on the other one and i don't want to hear a word out of you i don't think so because when she does tell us about school she's like um, we're like what did you learn she goes the days of the week and i'm like well yeah but you told us that yesterday. Like, what did you learn today? The days of the week. I'm like, okay, whatever. I guess she's just not going to tell us. But I yeah. think that's literally what they learn every day. And I'm like, they're just repetitive, like it's over repetitive. and over yeah. and over. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, now it's in, uh, it's in like Szechuan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and it's not a language. No, it's not. But I knew what you were talking about. You're talking about Mandarin. It's a ch- chicken. Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mandarin is Sorry. a chicken. Szechuan is a chicken too. Yeah. I've offended so many people already in this <laughs> episode. That's right. Yeah, it was uh It was also kind of boring. It's kind of well, yeah, it was boring. We we knew everything. We were the smart well, kids no, in the class like, for once. I can understand why recess is her favorite subject. Oh yeah. It it <laughs> took me in, immediately back to being in elementary school or even high school. I was like, I can't wait to get outside. I can't wait for this to be over. See, I wasn't that kid, and I, I felt it. that way hated in this it. class. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I loved it. Yeah. It was kind of weird. No, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was odd, man. It was odd. Mm, great. It was, I, had a, I, had a, I had an idea, and you guys derailed me twice. I'm upset about yes, it. Yes, it's our fault. I'm gonna cry about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? It left. But okay. there was. A, do, do you just need me to talk for a little while? No, it's fine. It's fine. But there was there was a kid in there, so it's like like preschool and kindergarten, sort of in one like room or session or whatever. And there was a kid in there that like definitely looked like he should smell like weed. Oh yeah, like he just he just had this <laughs> sort of like braided ponytail, a puffer jacket, a black puffer jacket, um, baggy jeans that were below his butt. Um, black <laughs> shoes that were a little school? too big. Yeah. yeah, and you know his hair like slicked back with a ponytail, and I'm just like, this kid, he needs to he needs to smell like uh, like Marlboro Lights and <laughs> and weed. Like I just I I get that from him at least in middle school. Yeah. He's gonna be where you're gonna go. You know, get your first joint from. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, but I felt bad for the kid too because he was like in this circle time or the square time. I guess they were on this blue line square thing anyway. The kid kept trying, like scooting closer to the teacher, 
Yeah. And at that moment, I was like, oh, man, this is where all of this starts. This is where all of that were like the troublemaker kid, because he was sort of a, making trouble or at least mm-hmm. not making trouble, but not paying attention as well. And he started scooting more toward the teacher and then he would look up at the teacher and he was more engaged, but the teacher sort of was moving him back to where he was. And it's like, I can very, I can see this kid's, the rest of his scholastic career. (laughs) And I feel very bad for everybody running detention. Like it's just, it's just going to be bad. He clearly just wants some one-on-one time, a little bit more, a little bit more love, a little bit more attention, a little bit more. Yeah. I just felt bad for the kid, man. It's weird to see uh, that. It was weird to see that happen. I also felt sad. bullied. Yeah, I was like, this kid's going to pick on me. I can't get near this child. He's going to beat me up. Steal your lunch money. Dude, yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, but it was, it was, you know, it was cool. It was neat to see. And um, it was cool to see that kid. It was cool to see that kid. <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah. It's a trip because when the kids have to go to the bathroom, like there's no door. <laughs> there's no they door. Just They just go. And, and where we're sitting, you it's just the bathroom's <laughs> right there. So you're just like not looking. Yeah. But you're, you can hear it. Well, I, do they like, just have a wall with like a. Yeah, there's like no door. There's no, no door, but it's like it's like um, it's like a rectangular room mm-hmm. with no door. But so it has walls. It's just there's an d- empty doorway, which makes sense, I guess. But like, you know, I'm sitting there and I didn't even know him was in there. And I was like looking around the room, like whatever. And then I look up and I just see <laughs> some kids ass. He just he pulled his oh, pants yeah. all the way down and he's There's just standing there peeing. Who... Like, wow. Yeah. This so is communal. Yeah. You're describing Wrigley Field. <laughs> it was uh, any Chicagoans. Man, it was wild. I hate school. I hated being there for the most part. I liked seeing Alice engage and stuff, but like it reminded me I'm just I was a terrible student, hated school, never wanted to go back. Still never want to go back. I don't want to even learn anything about it. You, were you triggered? Kind of. It's funny. Sorry about I, that. I was like triggered the other way. I was like, they're not doing enough. The school is not school. <laughs> <laughs> Where is all but of it's the not. school? Where's the yeah. learning? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the thing I was going to say. So every month they learn about a new composer. Oh. And I say learn. They're exposed to it. But it's in that like shotgun effect of here's all the information in the first half an hour. The composer information is buried in there. So she's not like retaining anything. But we so asked she's her not learning about Schubert. <laughs> well, um, the other one was um, Vivaldi was last month. And this month we go, hey, so what's your uh, what's the composer? Mozart. I'm like, oh, Mozart. No, Mozart. No, Alice, it's, it's Mozart. There's like a T, like the Z and it sort of sounds the same. It's a J- Austrian, you know, whatever. That doesn't sound right, Daddy. That doesn't sound right to me. Well, okay. Well, my teacher says Mozart. And so I like look it up and I play it for, and you know, it says like Mozart and it's pronounced properly. I go, see, she's like, no, (laughs) my teacher says Mozart. I'm like, well, she has like an accent. So she probably, so we're there in class and the teacher is okay. Now we're going to learn about our composer. What's his name? Mozart. And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) Wow. Wait until they get to uh, Michael Jack cheese. (laughs) Um, the, the, the latest Disney composer star beverly what are you doing i can't get comfortable <laughs> you should mute your microphone because it sounds like it's snowing <laughs> i'm sorry I didn't realize you can't he, you can't hear that you can't hear your uh, microphone really oh my god all. if you heard your microphone it would be a whole different world for you you hate me so much right now yeah kind of yeah it's like why is there static going on oh it's just bev moving her blanket 12 feet away 
Uh, I'm going to send you my audio separately, Jason. <laughs> just saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Just be Still? On, on mute most of the time. Fair. <laughs> no, Bev, you sound great. Yeah, you sound great. All right, Taryn, you ready? Oh, me? Sure. Me? Sure. <laughs> Hold on a second. That's not me. Oh, <laughs> I should have just kept it going, honestly. Who that? Who's 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 that? All right, Taryn, who's that? All right. Well, usually for this segment, I focus on a sort of like background character and I see if I can find anything out about them. Um, but this time I'm making a slight digression. There is a character in the Disney universe who has always confused me. When I see him on the screen or in a book, I have so many questions and Disney never seems to want to answer any of them. So Uh-oh. I set out to find out what I could about Goofy's son. Oh, Max. Max Goof. Max Million, I think is his name, Max right? Max Million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, there you go. That's all you need to know. Well, He's a cool hipster dude, and that's it. So it's believed by many mm-hmm. that Max Goof uh, first appeared in the 1951 short Fathers Are People. Oh, many are saying this. And uh, in this film, it was or this was a short and um, it was under the name Goofy Jr. And in this short, Jr. is born. And we watch as a sharply dressed Goofy mm. copes with fatherhood. At one point, he even wakes in the middle of the night to make a bottle, but instead makes himself a martini and falls asleep in the kitchen. Yep. So <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Let's go, Goofy. <laughs> Sounds like the 50s. Yeah. (laughs) Oddly, um, in this short, our silly friend is never referred to as Goofy. Not once. His name is George. And his unnamed wife calls out to him uh, to help out with the new baby throughout. And so much of this is strange to me because first off, Goofy's wearing a suit. um, And he has a normal voice. It's not that gurgly kind of Goofy voice. Mm -hmm. And second, his name is George, not Goofy. And third... He has a wife. Now, I'm having a hard time believing that this is Goofy at all. Right. To me, this is like saying Oswald is the original Mickey Mouse. He's not. Maybe he was the first inspiration for what we now know is Mickey Mouse, but no one would say Oswald is Mickey. That's just not what would happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they're com- two completely different characters. So for this reason, George from 1951 is not Goofy. Thus, Goofy Jr. is not Max Goof. They are different people. So then who's huh. Max Goof? This so is It wouldn't even be Goofy Jr. Then it'd be George Jr. Right. Right. It's so confusing. Yeah. And so this Interesting. is all, this is all my theory. This is not probably true, but this is my theory. <laughs> okay. So then who is Max? Uh, Max is actually first introduced as an 11 and a half year old boy in the TV show Goof Troop. This makes more sense. Uh, This is when he moves in with his father, Goofy. Okay. Max is a typical middle school aged boy whose antics often revolve around trying to gain popularity or trying to find an easy way out of doing things. Same. Things like that. Um, While he's often embarrassed by his father's actions, they ultimately have a close relationship. Mm, Not same. So why is Max interesting? Max is the only Disney character who actually grows in age. So if hmm. we keep with my theory that Max is not, in fact, Goofy Jr., then we meet Max at age 11. Then he's uh, seen in a Christmas uh, special. Uh, I forget the name of it. And I did not write it down, but we watch it all the time. Anyway. Scrooged. No. 
Christmas vacation. No. Mm. Uh, so he's in a, a it's a Mickey Christmas like conglomeration of a bunch of different shorts and he's in one of them. Oh, is it Mickey's Christmas? No. No. Um, and in this, he's a young boy <laughs> dealing with his kind of wavering belief in Santa Claus. Okay. Then, right, right. then in a goofy movie, Max is a high school aged teenager with an innate fear of becoming like his father. Here we see him even with a love interest and a much more teenager angst against his, you know, silly dad. Then next we see him as a high school graduate in an extremely goofy movie. And then finally we see uh, we see Max as a young adult hmm. in both uh, House of Mouse, where he's employed as a parking valet, and Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, where he prepares to bring his girlfriend home to meet his dad, Goofy. So the first one was Once Upon a Christmas. Then. Yes. Right. So we actually watch him grow up and progress as as a character, which is not something you see in any other character that I could think of, except maybe... It's very slow, but... It is yeah. slow, yes. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting, though. Yeah. So what's also interesting about Max is that he is the son of a main Disney character. Now, Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy, they all have nephews and nieces, but no children of their own. Goofy, however, is different. Goofy has a child. So the but least responsible and most no significant other. Right there. He's the craziest character. And this guy procreated. But how? Well, his, it's, his the, wife has shown up in various things, though, no. but she's never fully depicted. You generally just see what looks like human legs. Like she's like Jessica Rabbit sitting in a chair but that's facing away from you. Right. That is only if we're talking about Junior. Goofy oh. Junior. Oh, if we're talking about just Max, my version, which is just starting at Goof Troop, there okay. is no mom. Hmm. Okay. There is no mom. So, so basically, my questions are: Who is Max's mom? Is Goofy married? Is he widowed? What is happening here? Right. So, there are a few theories out there. Um, one, and this goes back to the 1950s, but one is that Mrs. Goofy cheated on Goofy with the milkman in the 1950s cartoon, and Goofy left her. Now, this theory is here because in uh, what did what did. In one in one of the shorts, yeah. okay. Goofy, okay. Goofy takes the day off of work uh-huh. to help out his wife, and when the milkman arrives, the milkman drops. He opens the door. The milkman drops the milk down and gives Goofy a big old kiss on the lips, because he assumed it was the wife, because the wife is always home. Hmm. So that sparked this theory that Mrs. Goofy cheated on Goofy. However, I don't even believe that's the same. Those are the same characters. So another, for me, more plausible theory is that she's simply dead. And since Goofy has, because in these, Goofy has full custody of Max. There's never once a mention of a motherly figure at all in any of the movies that have my version of Max in it. So it's safe to assume that there is no mother involved at all. And in fact, if you dive down too deep into these theories, you find Goofy to be an actually really tragic character whose entire family has likely died. And who now relies solely on his son, Max, to provide him with the safety and security that you expect to receive from family. And this puts a lot of pressure on Max. And if you ask me, that's probably created a pretty codependent relationship between the two, (laughs) which is probably why they have such a contentious relationship. But okay, Uh what rabbit hole did you go down? (laughs) Wow. So you okay? so Max went he moved in with Goofy at age 
11. Mm-hmm. But where where was he before? So Goofy and his wife had to have been divorced at the time. Exactly. Yeah. There's literally, they yeah. don't ever mention it. They look through scrapbooks. He never asks. No questions ever arise from Max. Nobody says anything about mommy. I don't like it. It's weird. And yeah. it, it's mm. and Disney has actually spoken about it. Like it was on an FAQ for a while and I was going to pull it up, but it was very boring. But basically they're like, it's a cartoon. We don't really know either, but maybe mm. it will be discussed on a future something. Like what that, a stupid answer. It was a dumb answer, which is why I didn't. Well, I mean, him. I guess like where did Huey, Dewey and Louie come from? That means that means that Donald has a brother. Mm hmm. But I think that that's all mentioned somewhere at some point. Is it? Yeah. No, his brother or sister are never mentioned. No, it is a sister. Actually, I did read that today. It's a sister. And And she she dies. Her name is like Della Della something. They call her Della. Duck, I would imagine. Her name was Dumbella. Dumbella. They did. And they shortened it to Della because that sounded stupid. So, like, there is an actual story there. Oh, huh. I'm going to call you Dumbella now. But Max's mom uh, I've got to rewatch the entirety of both <laughs> series of DuckTales now. There you go. See, there's just, there's no information about Max's mom or Goofy's hmm. significant other or whatever. Chip, get on that. We need a Disney Plus, a full rundown Disney Plus series about Max's history. We need a full background, please. <laughs> All right. So where else have you seen him? Max is in a ton of stuff. He's in a ton of films, a ton of TV shows. He's not a main character. Oh, so he's working. He's a working he's actor. A working That's good. Actor. All right. But mm-hmm. you would definitely recognize him from Goof Troop or a Goofy movie. And he also has cameos in a lot of Disney video games and park attractions like Fantasmic and a, most of the parades, like a handful of the parades, a couple handfuls. So <laughs> a, cu- a couple handfuls yeah. from couple most handfuls. to a couple handfuls. Uh, so who's behind the character in the 1950s cartoon? Goofy Jr. was played by Bobby Driscoll, who played Johnny in Song of the South. And mm. he was both the voice and the close up model for 1953's Peter Pan. Ugh. So that's interesting. That is interesting. Oh, that's so, um Okay. This is my favorite. So he's he's a svelte he individual is. and small and and young. <laughs> okay. Yes. So later on, um, in Goof Troop, the real Max Goofy, um, was voiced by actress Dana Hill. Okay. Now you may recognize her as the voice of Buddy in The Adventures of Gummy Bears or Tank mm. Muddlefoot in Darkwing Duck, mm. but more notably, she. Is Audrey Griswold in National Lampoon's European Vacation? Oh, okay. Now, if you look her up, you will know exactly who I'm talking about. Dana Hill. Yeah. In European Vacation. I think I've yes. seen that once and I didn't care about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's so good. They're all so good. Oh, yeah. But didn't she? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. So finally, James Marsden is the current voice of Max, and he's one of those faces where you go, not, I'm sorry, not James, Jason Marsden. Oh, okay. Of all the names to get wrong, I was like, I know that one. And they are not related, Uh, but they are best friends, oddly. Uh, No, sorry, Jason Marsden is the current voice of Max, and he's one of those faces where you go, oh, he's that guy from, from that show, you know, that guy. Um, he played the cat, Thackeray Binks, in Jason's favorite movie, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. <laughs> he had recurring roles on Full House, Boy Meets World, and Step by Step. So everybody who grew up during those totally recognizes this guy. 
And he's, he's been a, a late 90s king. Totally. And he's been a voice actor on a handful of other Disney animated films and lots of DC comic inspired animated series and video games. So in conclusion, Max, while not totally unfamiliar in the Disney universe, has a relatively unknown history and potentially tragic backstory. And what I learned from researching Max is that he and Goofy probably need a lot of therapy. Who's that? Who's that? Now I'm like Who's looking that? up this uh, <clears throat> Dana Hill broad. Who's that? Why? Well, I don't know because he told me to. <laughs> um, she was on. She was on an episode of Magnum PI, which is uh, makes her more uh, recognizable to me. Uh, she was on an episode of The Fall Guy. Um, she was. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Jetsons the I movie. Have to say about that. Darkwing <laughs> Duck. Tom and Jerry Kids. You know, good for her, man. <laughs> Doing some stuff. A couple of uh, CBS uh, afternoon specials. Hmm. You know, the Flintstone Kids Just Say No Special. She was a character called Stony. <laughs> Gee, what were they talking about, I wonder? <laughs> I don't know. Very cool, man. I love it. Uh, you know, I was doing some uh, some reminiscing, some um, uh, looking back at our uh, our numbers. People really liked our Halloween special, our story, oh, our uh, Halloween stories thing. And I, I liked it, too. I had a good time, man. Good. Yeah. Bev, thank you very much for all your work. Yes, Bev. Go ahead, please. Dana Hill also is dead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Thanks. There, yeah. There all right. Bring yeah. You're welcome. <clears throat> I just Googled that. I was like, oh. Speaking yeah, of Halloween don't. episodes, yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't find any um, recent pictures, and I was like, she looks the same. Because yeah. she gone. Because she gone. Well, I, I, you, <laughs> well, you stepped on my intro. I was going to bring on a psychic. We're going to do a reading. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but Eric, you wanted to, uh, you know, you want to express your feelings a little bit about the, uh, the Halloween show. Imagine how much fun it was and thanking me profusely for allowing you to do it. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? I I've I, I paid you so much to be on this yes. show. Yeah. You and, did. The uh, Bitcoin came through just fine. Okay, that's yeah. that's great. It's not worth um, less though, but e- I mean Elon delivered it to you himself, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? it was buried in his uh, hair plugs at a pull one out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I I just wanted to say I, well, I'm glad that the the show went well. Um, I was really looking forward to it, but as somebody who has been um, in healthcare for like 20 years, yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to, to kind of put, put this on other people to, to, to say that you can advocate for yourself. I was not in a great place during that episode mm. um, as multiple people mentioned during the episode. <laughs> I, Seemed like I might have been uh, drunk yeah. and having had uh, one drink before and one drink after mm-hmm. the episode, I can say I was not, but I was on drugs. <laughs> um, drugs. I was high. Yeah, we mentioned it on the secret show, but we didn't bring yeah. it for uh, for, and, you know, the other uh, listening audience. And, and that was it. You yeah. know, it it's it, it's tough. Like, I, I get that healthcare in the U.S. is. It's not it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to kind of use my own example uh, to inspire people to to push themselves a bit more because I've, you know, during during the course of this, this whole thing, 
basically I had an MRI today, literally today. Finally, after 10 weeks of pain, wow. I finally had an MRI done and on your um, butt. Cause you have a torn butt still. I don't. Oh, no, I okay. don't. All right. I ha- I have a, uh, I, I have a fairly severe disc, perf- uh, 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 not perf- protrusion. It, protrusion is the word okay yeah wow Ooh. yeah Thanks. so this is going to take a lot more physical therapy and it's going to take some injections and hopefully i won't end up in surgery um and a lot of this comes from i, I mean thankfully i have a brother-in-law who is who's actually like he's an orthopedic surgical pa so he's helped me through this and I have not leaned on him much before now because it, it's been like, no, let's let, let's let healthcare take its thing. My, my point to the listeners is essentially don't, don't just let healthcare happen. If you are in pain, if you are in emotional pain, please seek out, um, Seek out resources. There are things that are out there. If if you need if you need emotional therapy, if you need mental, if you need to talk to somebody, there are there are media out there that like BetterHelp.com uh, that is covered under a lot of different insurance plans. Um, it, push your insurance plan. Find out what your benefits are and use those benefits. Push things harder than I did because I was like, let's just see how this plays out. That was wrong. Um, as I mm. talked to my brother today, he's saying, uh, yeah, you probably should have found out about this like six weeks ago. And it would have been a different, a different prognosis. Wow. And and that's it. Like, I, I, I've I've spent weeks. I've spent months basically like doped up on muscle relaxers that have screwed up my memory. Uh, I keep trying different things. They, they, they mess with my memory. They m- mess with my ability to do my work. Wow. They mess with my ability to, to write and create. And these are things that I love doing. I haven't been able to do the things that I've loved doing. And I've kind of gotten by in some cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last episode. Well, maybe, I guess it you was did. Okay. You did the thing. Mm-hmm. I did the thing. Great. I'm I, I I'm glad you thought that I did the thing. Well, it happened. I heard it. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so this is no this is no shade on any of like my my healthcare providers. This is on me, and this is on on you as listeners. Please, if you like my my the job that pays me money. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I work in a job that shouldn't exist. We we work to basically get your insurance to pay for things like chemotherapy, rheumatoid arthritis, injections, all of these expensive specialty therapies that that cost thousands of dollars a month, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Like my job is to run a team of more than 50 people who do this? They work with your insurance company in, in this health system that I work in. And their job is to find ways to make this affordable for you as a person. 
my job shouldn't exist. Their job shouldn't exist. Right. Healthcare is crazy. So this is not, this is not anti healthcare in the U S this is not anti Maybe it's a little anti-insurance. We shouldn't need it, is I think what you're saying. We need the infrastructure. Exactly. So the whole point is for me to say to you, uh, I'm in a much better place today, literally, right now, because I have finally gotten the care that I need, and my pain levels have gone from like, nine where i'm like shaking constantly down to like a a, a reasonable level where like oh okay well my back kind of hurts today Mm. that's great yeah if you need help please seek out that help advocate for yourself if you as a patient complain if you push against your insurance company you're the one who pays these bills yeah that's the biggest thing I, i yes i have a team that do this for patients but you know what really gets the, the, the trick done, but what gets the job done is, is the people who pay premiums, the people who are paying into, into insurance, you as a patient. Yeah. This is a big deal. If your medications are too expensive, talk to your provider, look for alternatives. If your wait times are too long, please ask what alternatives there are. I guarantee there are other places you can go, other other people that you can see that might get you in a little bit quicker. Don't accept the, the like quick and easy. Here's a painkiller. Let's just, you know, get you, get you feeling better for right now. Mm-hmm. Seek out the care that you actually need and advocate for yourself. I'm, I'm challenging our, our listeners and people in general. And this is something that I believe in, Every day, but now that I've gone through this process myself, I believe in it even more. I'm very passionate about this. Please, if you need help, seek it out and push. Call. Don't be don't be rude. Don't be rude <laughs> to people. Don't be rude to schedulers. Right. Don't be rude to insurance people. Don't be rude to your pharmacy. Don't be rude to your providers. But push. There's a way to push respectfully and and do so. And make yourself, you're not a victim, you're a patient. So you didn't, you, yeah. you, you have the power. There you go. So you didn't have a torn tendon. It was just a, a slip disc the entire time. That was it. I've had so many different wow. diagnoses. And now that I finally had an MRI yeah, today, man. we got to look inside. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It was so much fun to say that I, I broke my butt. <laughs> yeah, 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 but you didn't. But I didn't break my butt. Mm. I broke my back. Damn. <laughs> well, look, we can't all have a perfect life, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. tough, man. Yeah, I mean, the medical industry today is, it's, yeah, it's it's rough. And, you know, there's a lot that can be said about it. Um, but I agree. I mean, having gone through a lot of stuff myself like that, you got to advocate yeah. for yourself. You have to do yeah. it. And I'm still learning about it, even though I'm, you know, I'm still like, God, I don't want to wait. I got to wait three weeks for a doctor appointment. Are you kidding me? Why, what is going, what is, like, literally what is happening here? But. Right, right. You know, whatever, well, and especially now because the this there's no staff. There's no like. I mean, right at this moment, there is just they have such a hard time staffing up their hospitals and their doctors' it's, offices, and it's so, very difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm, even more than ever, you have to advocate for yourself because yeah. they're all on a triage system. Sure. Yeah, so. they're underfunded too and understaffed, and 
yeah, the whole thing most, sucks. But like, what's the what's the answer? I don't know. Yeah, most Less pharmacists. Yeah, obviously, yes. Yeah. Fire, fire more of me. Yeah. Um, most most healthcare systems have posted a loss in the last um, in the last year. Thankfully, mm. my healthcare system has not. Uh, most insurance companies have posted record profits. Yeah. Well, it's just like gas too. Gas companies I, I have done the same thing. Just want to say. Yeah. 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 It Sorry. Happens. Yeah. It's weird. Well, you know what, Eric? I'm glad you got that off your butt. I mean, off your chest. <laughs> I really, uh, I, I really appreciate that you're not. No, it uh, was on my butt. Thank sitting you. Yeah. idly about. <laughs> Our friends at the 21st Amendment Brewery welcome the warmer weather with the release of their brand new hoppy pilsner, Coaster Pills. With a label that depicts a magical portal into an amusement park of flavors, Coaster Pills has a good time around every turn. Coaster Pills is wonderfully clear and bright with a beautiful straw color and tight white bubbles. It has a snappy flavor with crisp lines and wonderful citrus tropical hoppy flavors and aromas. Plus, at 5.4% ABV, it'll help you coast right through your day like only the 21st Amendment can. Coaster Pills, as well as our summertime favorite Hell or High Watermelon Wheat, are available wherever you find great craft beer. I love that's my favorite part about doing the show. Where it's like, oh, you know, and another thing, insurance <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's welcome the warmer weather with yeah. uh, a new product yeah. this summer from 21A. Before we get to uh, the history of the turkey leg, Bev, what's up, dude? You went to Disneyland. How was it? Imagine it was torture and terrifying and awful. It was busy. Was it? And weird. It was mm. a weird trip. There were some things that I had experienced on my, my previous trip, and I was like, oh, that's different and then to experience them again this mm. time around to know that it wasn't a one-off you have a lot to say about it Tell okay us. like what no i can talk about it why not talk about it why not i'm gonna talk about it on the next show okay you do wow you're gonna do a show on it i'm doing a whole show on it oh okay all right is this uh, it's gonna be a negative show and i apologize <laughs> uh-oh i was gonna but say I have a, a lot good of feelings show? you do have a lot of feelings okay well that's good well I you know what va- i think they're valid i went to disneyland Five times this year. Wow. Wow. Question mark. I can't actually. I actually don't remember. Well, I will say that both Bob Chapek and Josh Demaro are in the chat <laughs> actively right now. So well, I have sorry a lot to say to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two snaps wow. and an exit. Um, I hope that they're uh, recording their usual Twitch session that uh, we pirate and um, <laughs> redistribute as the dirty yellow strap. Great. Is that what that is? That's that's what the dirty yellow strap is. It's on our feet. I have no idea what it is. I see it. I go, oh, those guys do whatever they want. I don't know, man. <laughs> we we pirate the Twitch stream from uh, Josh and uh, Bob. Oh. And because uh, they they do this every once in a while, they do a Twitch stream. Okay. Uh, they've only done it twice. And we um, like Dan and I have listened in and we're like, let's cut out the choice bits. And uh, put that on our feed. Wow. I'm scraping the vault and um, the other one. All right. The, the, the other show that, that I'm Bantham that, that I'm actually on. Oh, okay. I have to say dirty yellow strap is just fantastic. It's pretty good. I know no. exactly what that oh, means. Nice. <laughs> I don't. Yes. The you don't dirt- get you don't get the reference. No, I don't get it. When you have to pull your strap, it's always Again, when you're sitting on a ride, you have to pull the, the strap. It's always pull a dirty... the yellow tab. Oh, pull the yellow strap. I, honestly, I thought of a pea soaked jock strap. Oh, and I'm like, Ew. what is this show? What? That's disgusting. Yeah. 
Oh, my God. Sorry, as a man, <laughs> I'm so physical and sports-like that I only Jeez. think in terms of sports and urine. <laughs> it's the only two well, things I think about. As a different man, all I think about is uh, the Supreme Resort and how great it's been lately. Yeah, sure. That's not. Don't be sarcastic about it. I'm no, not. I just I have to take your it's word been for fantastic. it. Fantastic. Um, yeah. But anyway, back to Beverly, Eric. You had your moment in the sun. Now it's time for Beverly. Okay. okay. Can you chill out for a second? All right. Uh, uh, I wanted to talk about this article I found about a time traveler <laughs> from the year 3000 who uh, it says that aliens are going to contact us this month. I hope so. I really do. <laughs> uh, so you said the park was busy. Was it busier or is it uh, the park level? Because like you said, you've been about five times. Do you see things increasing or it's sort of plateauing? I see things increasing and I, I see <sighs> there's definitely a schedule. Uh, like if you those mid those midweek days are the only days that you can really go and Mm-hmm. Not just hate everybody. I don't understand why it's why it's getting busier mm. with with the. I mean, because you go online and you you know you see articles going the magic is gone, <laughs> and you see people going I will never blah 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 because the price increases or whatever. But clearly, people are still going, and it sounds like more people than ever are going. It was. I mean, it was. I think Thursday. And we got we got there every day for rope drop, which was something I had never actually done. And then pretty much by noon or right after noon, we were like, let's go. We left. Mm-hmm. We went back to the hotel. We took a nap. Mm-hmm. We came back at like six or seven. Yeah. And then closed out the park because it was open until midnight. But that whole like 12 to six window was straight trash. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have heard that it's it's pretty pretty darn busy in the afternoon but those early morning you, you got to get there at rope drop. you have to it was it that was the most magical part of the trip i was like oh this is great leaving <laughs> being able to leave and come back was bad, the best part i guess i'm gonna say one thing yeah <laughs> that was um ridiculous mm-hmm. i'm not gonna include this next week but so we got there for rope drop and we're like okay we're gonna do rise Let's go. Let's get in line. Let's just okay. go do it. Rise of the okay. resistance. Yes. Rise, Rise of the resistance. Yes, right? right. Like we're right there. We're right at that part where you veer off into frontier land. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, man. Sure. Whatever. Somewhere over there. We're like, we, our eyes are on the prize. Okay. We get there. We're in a good place in line. We're standing for about five minutes. Cast member comes by and he's like, ride's broken. <laughs> don't stand in line. We don't know when it's coming back. And I was like, how is it broken? It's been open for six minutes. <laughs> it did not come back online until 1 p.m. <gasps> oh, wow. And do you get like a like the all fast pass thing? Oh, or do you I get a get thing jack. to come Real nothing. <laughs> I think they're supposed to give you something. They didn't give us anything. God, I think you have to ask. Probably for it. because it was only six. The park had only been open for six minutes. So they really didn't feel like they wasted a lot of my time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Well, that's funny. Anyway. But they prevented you from going on something else right. at that time. Yeah, they definitely should have given you something. Do you go and eat like the new food and like the seasonal foods and stuff there? I do not. Uh, really? Surprising to me. Rude. Right. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a great time, Bev. I, I did. I, I <laughs> Sounds negative. I did have a good time. Uh, yeah. I do have some good things to talk about. Um, okay. I just have some things that I noticed that I thought were kind of booty icky yeah. like i i just if that's the way things are going i'm i'm a little like Ugh. okay okay well i look forward to hearing about all this stuff okay yeah it'll it'll make me feel better by not wanting to go 
Fair. All right, we're going to take a quick break, everybody. We're going to come back and we're going to learn about how the turkey legs eventually wound up in a Disneyland, which I'm sure that's exactly what the origin story is. They just wandered over there one day. Yes. Right? Happens. That's it. Yeah. They still, they're still going they're like lemmings. Anyway, ears up. We'll be right back. And now, back to the show that ignites your dream wish of imaginations and magical color wonderment of forever. Ears up. All right, I had to go get a coaster pills, everybody. Look at those tight white bubbles. Wow, look at look at that head yeah, right there. Why not? All right, Eric, tell us about the... Well, actually, is this technically a what's eat Eric eating again segment or no? Yeah, let's just play the theme song. Let's because, just play the why, theme why song. Why not? Why not? All right, what's Eric eating again, Eric? Let me guess. I'm eating turkey legs. Yeah, a boy. They're big. I love they're, them. They're, yeah, people like them. Some people love them. I love them. Um, some people are vegan and will never try one. Yeah, well, um, those people are you know boring. <laughs> oh, oh no, we can't isolate no. that part of the audience. Um, you know my my one those, my one failure, the biggest failure besides besides Cuvier's. Um, was the, uh, you know, when we made the, um, the, uh, churro the castle shirt and I was like, you know, what's going to sell even more Yeah, the friggin' Turkey legs castle shirt. And like, nobody buys it. I, I love the I, thing. I think it looked, I think it came out great. Lulu did such an amazing job. I love the no grease stain. <laughs> the grease stain yeah. It's classic. Yeah. And like, uh, no one cares. So whatever. Cheers. Everybody loves the churro castle. Yeah. So stick with what uh, what worked. Yeah, I don't know. Churros are just somehow friendlier. <laughs> yeah, turkey legs are sort of aggressive. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got you with that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, that's just work, dude. I know I'm gonna sweat. Yeah, <laughs> as I do this. Yeah, yeah. Turkey legs are big, and they're they're big enough that you probably shouldn't tackle one on your own. I know plenty of people do. Yeah, nonsense, nonsense. No. We're not raising a, a listenership of quitters. Yeah. Yeah, everybody they they cost uh they cost what about 12 bucks each. Um it, everybody buy one uh tomorrow. <laughs> they're big enough that they're not really a snack. They are a full meal. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're they're turkey legs and we love them so much that Disney guests buy 2 million turkey legs every year at Disney parks. Wow. 2 million. Is that across the world? I can't imagine there's like That's turkey across legs in the United States. Okay. I don't know wow. what happens across the seas. I don't know what they're doing in Shanghai. Wow. Yeah. I don't have numbers in Shanghai. 2 million. That's how many ear hats were sold in the That's Disneyland Resort thinking. in a year. Same numbers. And there we go. And people are eating those ear hats like nobody's business. They're also right. eating turkey legs like nobody's business. God bless uh, them. The, yeah. 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 These delightful treats ascended to Disney snack fandom um, it, pretty recently. Uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's when snacks suddenly became their own thing, like magnets and on <laughs> shirts and you would buy you would buy pins that had a a picture of your favorite snack, mm-hmm. but that kind of implies that Disney has always been selling these things, but they haven't. Oh. They're a pretty new addition to our our parks. Hmm. So let's take a moment to 
delve into the history of turkey let's let's do let's go some let's do some delving let's let's delve everybody Turkey legs are not exclusive to like Disney World versus Disneyland. Both uh, both places have them. Plenty of county fairs also have Mm -hmm. them. County state renaissance fairs. Everybody loves having a giant hunk of meat uh, that they can eat right off the bone. But in 1989, Disney's food and beverage executive Dave Jarrett went on a nationwide search for new treats for the parks, man. And what a, what a job. I'm sorry, but right? what, a, like what a trumped up, like, I, you know, I'm just going to go tour the country. Oh, really? Why? I, you find a new snack, you know, that's like Guy Fieri, get at, you know, get out of the way. Here's, here's the, the exact way to, you know, fleece your company just right, to travel right. around. Yeah. God, Guy, here's, here's some new Ray-Bans go over there and make a few million dollars. Yeah. God, um, but uh, but Dave happened across this treat at uh, at some fair somewhere and said, you know what? I can make this work. <laughs> uh, so he rolled out turkey legs slowly. We started out with one location for turkey legs in 1989, uh, which I suppose now that I say 1989 out loud and say, this is a recent thing. Uh, 1989 was a long time ago. <laughs> and there are people that some of our listeners were born after that. Probably. Maybe. I don't know our demographics. Anyway, yeah, neither do I. In 1989, uh, the, the first location to sell turkey legs in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World was Big L's. It was a food cart in Frontierland outside the Country Bear Jamboree. So instantly lines formed. Park guests just couldn't get enough of it. It goes without saying that the popularity of this treat was enough that they had to expand it outside of one outdoor vending cart. For some reason, this same cart still exists. Well, for some reason, the cart still exists. And for some reason, it now sells toys and hats. So if you want a coonskin cap and if you want to feel like a kid in the 50s who watched Davy Crockett, um, that's where you go. Nice. Big L's. All right. Yeah. Uh, these days, guests can find turkey legs all over Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Epcot has uh, the Fife and Drum Tavern outside the American Adventure. They sell turkey legs, funnel cakes and craft beer. What a combination. Uh, that's a perfect combination, to be quite honest. Right. Sounds oh, yeah. like America. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that's America right there. Hey, man, uh, you go with Disney's, what you know. Yeah. Disney's Animal Kingdom. Go to uh, the uh, lounge outside of the Yak and Yeti where you can get also frozen alcoholic beverages, egg rolls and turkey legs. And if you're in the mood for a turkey leg in Disney Springs, check out the House of Blues Smokehouse. There used to be a location in Hollywood Studios uh, called Toluca Legs. Okay. <laughs> Toluca Legs Turkey Company. Sounds like a vaudeville closed. act. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure if that has reopened, <clears throat> but uh, that used mm-hmm. to be there. <laughs> it does sound pretty great. In Disneyland, we have several locations where you can pick things up. Um, why is... Did this update? Oh, no. Oh, no. 
bad content right here. Mm. Where are all the notes from Disneyland? Um, I'll just do it off the dome. Um, there are four locations in Disneyland where you can get or in, in the Disneyland resort where you can get turkey legs. You can get them at the poultry palace in uh, DCA. You can get them at uh, the food cart that is on the west side of the hub in Disneyland proper. There's a food cart along the rivers of America that sells turkey legs. And there is a fourth location that I'm not placing. Oh, Edelweiss snacks, of course. of course. Obviously, you can get a turkey leg at Edelweiss snacks where you can also get a chimichanga right outside the Matterhorn itself. Huh. Um, I'm glad I took I'm notes sorry. on this earlier. You can get a chimichanga? Oh, yeah. You can get chimichangas at Edelweiss this? snacks. There you didn't really- know this? I heard that they're disgusting. Oh, really? Because they're just eat- like grease-laden <laughs> flour. Perfect. Yeah, sounds yeah. like kind of your alley. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're out. right. Whoa, <laughs> Beverly, this is a family Sorry, show. Sorry, I forgot what show we were on, but also no. I said what I said. No, there are, there are certain hosts on this network that absolutely love the chimichangas, and when I watched them eat the chimichangas, I went, that is something I won't put into, <laughs> put into my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um and that was supreme con one not the second supreme con mm. um anyway listen to the supreme resort everybody it's on the years up network it's pretty great uh my uh co-hosts might not live as long as me um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty great <laughs> it's just me arguing with myself yeah. in the future so the secret to uh, to turkey legs. Disney chefs cure the turkey legs in a brine solution first mm. to impart that rich and salty flavor. Okay. Uh, they're, they're then smoked over hickory, much like a ham. This is a little bit of a different take on turkey prep than most people do. Uh, so it gives it a uh, it, it gives it exotic flair that's different from your normal your normal Thanksgiving turkey. Some people, because of this preparation technique, don't believe that turkey legs are actual turkey legs, as you mentioned earlier, Jason. Um, Yeah, that's always been like the Internet thing where like, you know, they're ostrich legs or something like that, because they're. I mean, if you've never seen one and maybe people haven't, Mm -hmm. they're massive. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. humongous. They're not just like, oh, like, you know, because we're coming up on Thanksgiving. It's not like you're sitting down at dinner and you're like, oh, let me get a turkey. Like people are paying $14 for this. No, it's a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it is enormous and it does taste different than your normal Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, turkey. Tastes like ham. That, <laughs> it does yeah, taste it, like it ham. It tastes like, like ham. saltier ham. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's 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 cured in it's brined and it's uh, smoked. So it, it's very it's very much prepared like a ham. Mm, okay. uh, so rumors have surrounded this for so long that Travel Channel star Andrew Zimmern oh. addressed mm-hmm. the rumors in an episode about Disney parks. Really? That, oh, like mm-hmm. in, in a specific episode, he said, no, these are real turkey <laughs> legs. Here's them preparing turkeys. They, they yeah. watched them like slaughtering turkey. They did not. No. Um, <laughs> I was Damn. like, Jesus, I, I need like, to see this. Yeah, I'm, I'm instantly thinking seeker show material. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, hmm, okay. Or at least walk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, some people say emu, some people say ostrich. 
emu. Um, Come on. Right, right. Yeah, I've heard that. That's someone trying to flex online like they know what an emu is. Uh, oh, yeah. Snopes, um, Snopes.com stepped in to help debunk claims as well. These rumors keep circulating. It keeps coming back up. Have any of you eaten ostrich before? No, I can't say I have. At least I have, uh, uh, not knowingly. Okay. okay. I think I have. I know I've had ostrich jerky. Okay. I think I've had it prepared other ways also. Or well, I I think I've had it before. Hmm. Okay. It's it, I mean it's really red meat, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think I had an ostrich burger actually. There I've they never were had thing. an ostrich burger, but I've had an ostrich steak and it was like the super it was like the toughest. It was definitely red meat and it was it was It was gamey. It was super gamey. It was good. But but it's totally different than the than mm. what people think these these turkey legs are. This all just reminds me of that Matthew Broderick movie where he's like running uh, exotic animals for like this rich people to eat or whatever. And then he has a conscience because he didn't know about it and freedom or something like that. Remember that? No, I know. I have no idea. What I think it was, it was Matthew about. Broderick. And I want to say it was um, the guy, the Godfather homie. What's his name? The dude, the guy, the guy, the Brando? godfather. Yeah, I think it was a Brando. I'm gonna look it up. You keep going. Not okay. that I'm not paying attention, but I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna look it up. Oh yeah, no, it, pay half attention and yes. look up this Marlon Brando movie. I have had ostrich. I okay. had it. At, I have to say it right. Fud Ruckers. Oh wow, Fud oh. Ruckers. I had to make sure I said it right. Wow, not yeah. food Ruckers. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, they had ostrich burgers. Wow, and like elk burgers. They had like a bunch wow. of weird burgers. I had. To, I was like, I think I had a burger. Yeah. The Freshman. Oh, I've heard of that. I have not seen it. Not The Graduate, Dan. Not The Graduate. Uh, satirical crime comedy, uh, Marlon Brando and Matthew Broderick. Man, I'm so good with Penelope Ann Miller and Frank Hoyley. I have not seen this movie, and I oh, don't know what... Oh, it's great. It, it, the, the name sounds familiar, but I have not seen this movie. Yeah. What I have seen is a turkey leg. <laughs> is a human being eat his own leg and thinking it was a turkey leg? Dan Dan texted me um, 24 minutes ago to say check out the chat. I'm sorry, Dan. Um, yeah, uh, someone's working here, Daniel. Yeah, I'm come on busy. Okay, yeah, bro. Anyway, uh, so what makes the turkey legs so big? Many of the turkeys that we prepare for holiday dinner are female turkeys who um, mm. are already plenty big. Mm-hmm. We 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 grow rude. big. First they're, of all. They're rude. <laughs> I'm just saying we, we grow we specifically we prefer the term thick um, are you a turkey I'm not saying you're a turkey okay all right yeah uh, I'm just saying female birds are prepared for Thanksgiving uh, but um, look at these birds yeah yeah see check out the gams on them birds yeah the birds everybody yeah see anyway Disney uses male turkeys and uh, male turkeys are uh, svelte and have very large legs. Sick. Same, um, honestly. Right. Exactly. Uh, so they're toms. They're, they're toms. They're, they're all John Debney's. Okay. All um, right. So each, each turkey leg that Disney sells is about one and a half pounds. <laughs> wow. Bone in. Though. Honestly, that makes the price feel a lot better. But it's, yeah, I mean, but it's mostly bone. Yeah. Well, not yeah, mostly. Yeah. You know what? Only about a quarter pound of that is bone. 
The rest is meat. That's yeah, a that's, lot of they're meat. not mostly bone. So it's yeah. like three or four out the four ounces of bone. It, yeah, yeah, it's it, I mean, the Jeez. bone is big. The bone is large, nice. but it's still it's still a bird bone. It's not it's not the the most dense thing out there. What sure. you are paying for yeah, is it's, it's not protein, mean. right? You're paying for meat. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> So turkey legs clock in between 750 and 1,000 calories. <laughs> that seems about right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's like putting it in those terms where you just absolutely housing a turkey leg by yourself. You just, your body, especially as you get older, you can't, yeah. you can't like, you can't like flash mob your body with a thousand calories in 10 minutes anymore and get away with it but at disneyland well, i think you sort of can because you're you walk so you walk much. 10 miles a well day. i'm not even talking about like burning it off but just like it's it's like putting a fire hose in your car and gassing up your car that way oh <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah things are gonna happen yeah, yeah. it's true it's wild true. disney it, well so 36 to 50 grams of fat more the than a thousand grams of sodium that tracks. Oh, God. How many grams of sodium are you supposed to have in general a day? Oh, man. I should have looked that I up. I don't remember, it's, but I know Top Ramen has like a thousand. Yeah. It's, and it's so it, good. Yeah, it's, it's not ridiculous compared to other processed foods that we all enjoy. Uh, but uh, limit sodium intake to less than 2,300 milligrams a day. So that's sorry. I mean, a thousand milligrams, not grams. So it's half your daily amount. Okay. Perfect. You're fine. Don't eat anything else at the park. Well, it's also (laughs) half your daily calorie intake. So it's actually not surprising. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like what other food do you know? That's like equal calorie and sodium. There you go. I don't know. Yeah. So Disney, in fact, does counter this argument. It does counter this fact with the posing fact that the average guests uh, walks around a Disney park enough to burn about that, about as many calories um, as a turkey leg uh, gives you every day. So, All right. just walking around a Disney park, the average Disney guest burns off 750 yeah. to 1,000 calories every day. The, so, it's a no brainer. Yeah. It's a wash. Yeah. That way, you're yeah. turkey leg neutral. Let's just not right. talk about how many calories churros have. Right. Or anything else. <laughs> anything else. Yeah. Right. Don't eat anything else. <laughs> yeah. So, here's some interesting turkey talk. Disney has had a unique connection to turkeys outside of their legs, but uh, kind of close to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh. In 1989, the first year that turkey legs were offered in Frontierland in uh, Walt Disney World, it also marked the first year that George Herbert Walker Bush pardoned a turkey from the White House Thanksgiving dinner. What a lucky turkey. This became an annual tradition that extended, um, that that continues to this day. George W. Bush continued that tradition um, and uh, added a specific Disney spin because in 2005, he pardoned two turkeys named Marshmallow and Yam. (laughs) Oh, I get it. (laughs) Instead of sending them to a farm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, for sure. He sent them to the petting zoo at Disneyland. We've met those turkeys. Mm -hmm. You you have pet those turkeys. You. Uh, all three of you, I'm sure. Yeah, I tugged on their waddle. Not I. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have a picture of it somewhere in an old phone. Nice. 
This is like a spy. <laughs> You've got a freaking Taron and the Patriot. I have it somewhere on my old phone. Your, your original iPhone. You're like, no, I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, honey, that's uh, literally a brick from our garden. No, it's a, a phone. <laughs> Sorry. W did so again in 2006 with Flyer and Fryer. <laughs> oh. In 2007, wow. W changed up the tradition and instead of sending May and Flower, get it? Mm. I, uh, I do. I uh, really do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we? He just punted them like footballs. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Instead of sending May and Flower to Disneyland, he sent them to Walt Disney World, where they served as the honorary grand marshals of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm sure like he got to choose where they go. I'm sure I could oh, just yeah. see him be like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> Basically, it's Sam. If Sam was the president, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I want to send these turkeys to Disney World instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yes. The tradition continues of pardoning turkeys every year at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But uh, turkeys have sadly not been sent to a Disney park since 2009. Mm. No. All those drug convictions. But I think that's. Oh, 2000. That can't be true because I met Jason in 2010 and we've seen them at the park. Well, they were probably still there. I don't know. They were were saying there's no more. Oh, that was still marshmallow and yam. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, All right, fair enough. You know the year we met, like off the top of your head, yeah. you know, off rip. You know it. Yeah, I couldn't. Wow. Tell you. I also know the date. Well, yeah, because it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's like, it like a brain genius to figure that out. It was 2010. Yeah, and it's easy wow. because it's 2010. So I always know how long we've known each other. <laughs> that sucks. Anyway, Eric. <laughs> enough of that. Yeah. Please, let's get back to turkeys. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're in the mood for some turkey. Uh, you can have uh, more than just turkey legs around the parks. Um, if you if you enjoy your turkey sliced instead of like ripping it off the bone like a damn animal. Yeah, uh, my favorite yeah. wrestler. Go to uh, the Liberty Tree Tavern in the Magic Kingdom because you can get the Patriots platter, which is an <laughs> all you care to eat Patriots platter. I hate that name. That is the worst Oh God! If it, freedom it's in fries. Liberty Square. Yeah, well, yeah, right, 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 right. Oh, it's too it's, cl- in- it's too close to home. It's too close to the current timeline of like being like hyper relevant in certain Do circles. I don't like it. it. You know what? I don't like let me, it. Let me double check. Let's see. Patriots platter at Liberty Tree Tavern. Wow, that came up right away. I don't like yeah, it. it's still called the Patriots platter. Okay. okay. Anyway, well, can you get there again? Um, yeah. What is it? You get a whole lot of meat. Uh, it's an all you care to eat experience, which is something that dis- that's unique to Disney. And I dislike that phrase, but it's better than all you can eat. All you care to eat. Yeah, it is Disney. It is Disney fied, but in an <laughs> odd way. I, I know what you mean. I don't necessarily really enjoy it. All you care yeah. to eat. Well, it's almost like. I- not gaslighting, but it's almost like uh, like um, a neg where it's like, oh, you care to eat that much, do you? Okay, yeah, yeah. it's it's a little shamey, like, <laughs> right. oh yeah, like I yeah. mean, you, really, you you care to continue? <laughs> you're, oh, you're still care, doing this? Oh, you, you care, care to order to another plate? <laughs> the woman, the woman in her bonnet is standing there with her little notepad and her quill, judging the crap out of you, <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah. 
Uh, this is medieval yes. times, therefore we have no silverware. Would you like another refill of your Pepsi? <laughs> you had no forks, but you had Pepsi. Dude, I got a lot of tables. <laughs> wow. Wow. Cable guy. Cable right? gog. Cable oh, goobra. Oh, best movie. Jim Carrey's best movie. Hands down. Absolutely. Cable guy. And, the, and once bitten, but that's, you know, either here or there. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, continue with the Patriot's it, platter, please. Please, let me continue talking about the Patriot's platter, for goodness sake. Yeah. Mr. Five-minute segment over here. The all-you-care-to-eat <laughs> This is on you. Yeah, I know. Um, you made me extend this into an entire show. Yeah. Uh, so it, it recreates the traditional holiday Thanksgiving meal. Um, all year around. So in the middle of summer, you can get a heaping pile of roast turkey breast, pot roast, and pork roast. That's the meat side of the menu. Uh, mashed potatoes, uh, roasted vegetables, herb stuffing, macaroni and cheese. There's some salad in case you want <laughs> eh. a not cooked vegetable. Um, and Apple cake or toffee cake are very much uh, preferred favorites at the end of the meal. These days, Liberty Tree Tavern is one of the few locations in the Magic Kingdom that also allows adult beverages like American wines and craft beer. Uh, no cocktails. Mm. Don't ask for cocktails. Well, you're not gonna this is the Magic Kingdom cocktail. we're talking about. Um, but uh, you can also get soda and coffee. Okay. Oh. If if you're from Georgia, you can get a Coke uh, in any flavor. And if you're from uh, the Midwest, you can get a uh, pop. All right. And if you're oh. from whatever portion of the country it is that calls it soda pop, you can get a soda pop. Soda pop. Um, I love yeah. it. But yes, um, Disney chefs will always accommodate your family's needs. If you have allergy issues, they will take care of that. And, uh, there you go. Yeah, you but can have a full Thanksgiving meal without having to rip meat off of a bone. But let's get back to that bone. Let's get back to that turkey leg. If you want to recreate the salty, smoky flavor of this mm. park, flavor it. I was, that was almost a slip of Whoa. the tongue. It was perfect, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Uh, hey, Nurse just, Jackie, why don't you, uh, you know. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, look, just search online. Bing it. <laughs> Alta Vista it. There you go. Google it. Um, don't Google it. Uh, Alta Vista it. Uh, there are many, many versions of this recipe online. Um, we don't, most people don't have access to giant male turkeys, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you can try to recreate this experience if you would enjoy doing so on your own. Otherwise, just wait until your next visit to the parks and shell out $12 for a pound and a half of meat and bone. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, you know, when I do turkeys, I don't, I don't brine them. I do like a dry rub, like a dry brine. Yeah. Uh, my buddy's big on brining and he has like a whole like brine recipe, a homebrew chef. You look it up. But oh, I that just, guy. yeah, but I just don't <laughs> find it like, I don't know. I, I tried it once and I was like, I don't really, you know, whatever. I don't really notice a big difference. You spatchcock it, dry brine it. It's just the same. And it's qu- it cooks faster too. True. Very good, Eric. Well, there we go. Cool. I love it. I love Thank a turkey you. leg story. All right, let's do a little bit of news. Huh? There's a couple of news announcements that we got to get through. We have to. Okay. Like literally. Absolutely. We really do because, and well, and you'll find out in a second. 
The listeners are clamoring for this news. Present and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. Uh, uh, I love it old Disney news. I do have a couple of images to share too, at least one. Um, Eric, maybe you know this. Uh, so Hope is in the chat, and she wants to us to cover some uh, Main Street Electrical Parade news. Oh, but I can't find any new announcements. Do you know about what? this? I let, I was gonna say if I need to catch up on something, let me look that up. Yeah, look that up. I, I don't know. I'm gonna continue. I want you guys. I want you to look it up, and I'm gonna continue with uh, with. Uh, well, let's just jump right into to sharing this this video moment. Okay. Oh. There's a new. <laughs> you're gonna. I wish Jeremy was here. There's a new. Uh, gonna, there's a new movie underneath you. Yeah, please, please don't. Uh, there's a new movie coming to Disney Plus. It's a documentary. It's called Adina Menzel. Which way to the stage? Hmm. Which, first of all, if you have to ask that, I mean, see, <laughs> the, no. You know, it's like where, 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 which way to my front door? I don't know. Like <laughs> you should know. There's one. You go in the thing. It's right there. You should know it. Are you Jerry Seinfeld? Hey, what are you? <laughs> What are you thinking about the the Johns guys? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you want to watch the trailer for it? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, what is this? No, hit show you're walk supposed about? to say yeah. yes. You're supposed to say yes. Everybody. Oh, fine. Here, let's see. The very first day of rehearsal, we're going to do 17 shows, and then they end up in my dream spot, which is at the Garden. This tour is bigger. It's to tell the story of my life and how I got here. Like, literally, who cares? Yeah, I my already entire don't identity like was wrapped up in being a singer. But I needed a job, so I went in for this little off-Broadway show. This is from a show called Rent. When I got cast in Rent, I got an agent. A record deal. Agent. So you think it's happening. But I sold no records, and then I got dropped. I just kind of start all over again. Success of Frozen, that was a defining moment for me. It's about harnessing this power we all have in ourselves. Is it? We all have this power over snow and ice in ourselves? So many labels. <laughs> I do. Working Love you, Walker. Are you Broadway girl? Or are you pop girl? Who are you? What do you want to be? I'm all these things. And all these things make up who I am. You're not a pop girl. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No, I'm no. sorry. I just, I, I can't, I no. couldn't care less about this. I couldn't care less about it. I really the, couldn't. The success of Frozen, you could tell this is a, never mind. But the success of Frozen is what was really defining to her, not the iconic role in Wicked that she played on Broadway. Oh, I didn't even know. I mean, she, yeah, she mentions Rent. And it's like, oh, I didn't know she was in like. She was Alphaba in Wicked with oh, yeah. uh, Kristen Chenoweth, like the original cast. Mm. Mm. I, yeah, I, I mean, Wicked was was huge. I never really liked Rent. I uh, I don't know anything about. I mean, I know I, I know like a Rent. little bit about it, but uh, you know, I, I don't want to talk it, about it. It's because it on the show, like 
as as a show choir like guy in high school, yeah. like, like some of the the rent songs were like crammed down our throat. Like you're gonna do this one because it's popular. How do you measure a year, Eric? Five hundred twenty nine thousand six hundred minutes. I I dislike oh, that I song. I hate that song so much. Well, anyway, there you go. Adina Menzel is getting her very own documentary. It's going to air on Disney Plus Friday, December 9th, and I really do want to do a watch party with Jeremy, but he has yet to respond to my tweet. You want to do a watch I'd, party for I'd, that show? I'd watch that. Well, yeah, because Jeremy can't stand Adina, Adele. Dizim. Oh, I'd watch the two of you watching oh, yeah. that. I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. Because, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't care. It's like, oh, the story is to persevere and never give up on your dreams. Meanwhile, people have literally gone bankrupt from not giving up on the dreams. Sometimes you have to give up on your dreams, folks. Sometimes you have to let things, you know, let it go. You have to. You can't keep chasing a dream if you're putting your own money up because you're going to go broke. Yeah, I mean, okay. So to be fair, you don't like a lot of things. So like... I don't like that you said that. I'll, okay. okay. Um... So it doesn't say a whole lot that you watch that and we're like, oh, this doesn't appeal to me. But she seems kind of like a terrible person. Like she not, does. Not, you got you got that. She's a terrible person. Terrible have a minute person. 45 she's, trailer. She seems fine. Yeah. She seems like a fine she's a person. mom. I don't know if you knew that. She seems it seems very full of yourself to tell your your story about how you became famous when it, de- it did not sound in that trailer like anything really went that wrong except one time she got dropped from a label because she didn't sell enough records mm-hmm. it and might be a little st- self-indulgent yeah she just, had to start like, from the oh, beginning oh god how sad for you she had to start all over meanwhile right. no her starting all over was her going back and going to an off-broadway thing but no she had enough connections where she could do it or kind of whatever she wanted like, i don't care I don't care. That's what I mean. I don't care. It's she's she's shining her own diamond. Like it's not no it's not it's not a good story to tell. There are a lot of other people I would prefer to see their story. Yeah. To stardom. Speaking of uh stories that I want to hear about to stardom, Bob Chapek gave an interview recently. Uh talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Apparently Disney stock is down and people are down on on Bobby C about it, but it's, it's way the hell down. Yeah, it's like eighty-eight bucks or something like that. It's very, very cheap right now. Mm. It bounced a little bit. We're back we're back okay. up to ninety. I'm just checking oh. right now. Ninety ninety forty six is go. where it ended today. There you go. So I, I I'm I'm worth slightly more money right now. Atta boy. Um, so basically this is just a, a little excerpt that I thought was pretty interesting. He's talking about like what other things that they can do with the Disney brand other than just parks and, and movies. Right. He says, I equate uh, managing the company's portfolio to a manual car going between the gas pedal, brake and clutch. The focus he said must be quote customer lifetime value more than its media peers. Disney is able to look well outside of film, TV and digital media to enhance that customer value on the drawing board. For example, is a newly planned community outside Palm Springs. Uh, yeah, you know, we've heard about that. Chapek defended new pricing and reservation systems as theme parks developed you, during you know COVID what? while they were back, shut. Yes, sir. Back, back up. Back up. Yeah, I can't. There's a wall right there. Call, call it for what it is. <clears throat> what story is worth. Story worth? You've got, you've got to talk about the story of oh. the community. Well, Palm look, Springs. I didn't write this, all right? You go talk okay. to Deadline about the story worth. Okay. I don't know what you're talking no, about. You've got to talk about the story every time. That's the entire point. Oh. The story. I don't understand. But I love you anyway. They've helped oh, manage good. attendance and improve the guest experience, but also generate some controversy. 
The old systems were antiquated and uh, treated everyone as one size fits all. This is pre-COVID stuff, right? It's like the same throttle. Uh, we would wear it as a badge of honor, he said. The one thing that was clear is that people do not want to be treated the same. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> it's about like it's about these micro experiences where people want to pay to skip the line. They want to pay to do the thing. Oh, and it's like, you know, on the one hand, insane person on the one hand, he's correct because you were just telling us in the first segment, the park is b- busier now than it was at any other time that you've seen it this year. Hmm. Yeah. He, he's not wrong. That's what people understand it's about JPEG. He doesn't just open his mouth and guess about stuff. He has numbers to back his, his information up. Yeah. He said virtual theme parks are unlikely which I thought that was an interesting thing, a virtual theme park visit, even with the burgeoning metaverse, because we talked about it a little bit, but when the metaverse sort of popped, um, you could potentially maybe just go to the park on your VR headset or whatever, and you get your fix that way. Uh, But he said some behind the scenes looks are possible. Quote, people like to get off attractions and see exactly how those ghosts in the haunted mansion work, which by the way, they're on a, a friggin' hydraulic thing and they pop up. I want to check that out. It's usually the reason why rides stop. It's very funny to me. People on the Haunted Mansion, the, they stop the ride because they're trying to look out and, and get off the ride to see how it works. We can give you that ability to exit the theme park virtually and figure out what makes it tick. I thought that was, and that's basically, uh, that's basically it. And then he says, uh, then when you're watching Disney Plus, the Haunted Mansion movie will be served up as your first choice, not buried on page four. So when we're talking a little bit about uh, Chapek trying to get the um, the theme parks tied into your Disney Plus experience, maybe that's kind of what you know he's talking about. Like if you've if you've queued up to see like how the Haunted Mansion works, next time you load up Disney Plus, it's going to take that. It's sort of like the algorithm for YouTube right now. Hmm. It'll just serve you up the video of what's related to whatever you just searched for. You're going to have to watch that movie with Eddie Murphy, <laughs> which I kind of liked. I'm not going to lie, man. Holding out for Jared Leto. He's the hatbox ghost in the new one. If you haven't. No, he's not. If, really? If you haven't clocked that. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's the, the hatbox ghost in the new movie that's coming out next year. <laughs> Eric, have you found anything? I'm on the Main Street Electrical Parade. I am looking like. Hope says it's on the out. Disney Wikipedia page, but I don't. I haven't that's, seen anything about it. Hope says. Yeah. All right. You keep going. Maybe Hope can help us out and give us a link. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. I hope so. <laughs> There's a new dessert at Disney World. Okay. And I want to talk about it because I, I want to see if you guys would actually eat this dessert. Probably. Oh. <laughs> Pro- probably. Yeah. I, I, I found. Why does it oh, look like poop? Yeah. yeah, those ones look like poop. Yeah, these are weird. These are. It's not new. <clears throat> it's not new. Oh my gosh, it is animal poop. Yeah, it's no, they've done oh this before. God. Oh, okay. Maybe it's uh maybe it's just back again. Oh no, this I, is 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So whoever shared it in the Discord. Here, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna call I, him I, out. That is funny though. Who is it? Steven. <laughs> old news. Steven. Yeah, apparently it's old news. Well, I guess it comes and goes. But anyway, Disney World is dropping disgusting new dish on the, the menu of an animal kingdom shop, animal poop. That is kind of gross, though. Anyway, yeah. I think it's, it's kind of funny, but I do kind of like it. Well, right, and it. so, like, I don't know that I would, because, you know, and it looks like, it's not like a like a poop emoji, like a turd, everybody, sure. but it's like, you know, small little like balls or the whatever. different types of poops of different animals. Yeah. yeah. Scat. Yeah. Scat. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, from the Greek root, skata, 
which means poop. Oh, I don't know if you guys knew that. Scatology, the study of poop, (laughs) is a Greek root word. So you know that. Wow. Where's Lee from Greece and Disney? Come on. (laughs) How can people everywhere on my Instagram? How can people breathe when there's no Greeks pavilion (laughs) in friggin' Epcot? How can people grow hair when there's no pavilion for Greece? So true. The only thing I'm seeing on the wiki about uh, Main Street Electrical Parade is that on July 14th, 2022, Disney announced the parade's 50th anniversary run would end on September 1st. Yeah, but I, that's I all know. I found, too. So hope if you got a if you got a, a, a linky, drop it in the in yes, the chat please. arena. Or oh, man, if you cool. know what the announcement is, maybe just you can tell us, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let, let's talk more about uh, news from 2015. <laughs> The last thing I have to talk about real fast is a a late breaking piece of news. And I want to mention the fact that, first of all, I want to go back to what people were saying about this. So this is about the uh, Tarzan's treehouse. Okay. Okay. In Adventureland or whatever. When it came down, when the news came down that it was going to be rethemed or or they were just working on it. Disney didn't even announce anything. They're just like, oh, they just quietly put up scrims and whatever. They're doing work on it. Right. People were flipping their wigs about it. What's it going to be? Whatever. Us included. Well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Our friends over at WWNT started the rumor mill churning, which is what they do. And, you know, people always go, well, you know, they're more right than they are wrong. And I really like calling them out because it's very fun because if you really dig into it, they're not. They're not more right than they are wrong. They're vague enough. They make up stuff Mm -hmm. just for clicks. And it's and it's I think it's an open secret, but people still give them clicks. And I don't understand why Uh, this is from June 7th, 2022. What is happening? Someone's someone's tightening a zip tie. What's going on? (laughs) Entrance tree to Tarzan's treehouse fully removed for rumored Encanto retheme at Disneyland. No. No, there was no rumor. The rumor, and, and that's all they say. They, they say that, and then in the article down below, which is, of course, you go through four different ads to get five, no, five different ads, six, six different, seven different ads. Uh, Disney has not announced a new theme for the jury house. Rumor has it the attraction may get an Encanto theme inspired by, Ant- by Antonio's treehouse bedroom, which, first of all, sounds stupid because Antonio was in the movie for like four minutes. So why would they do that? It makes no sense. But it they also doesn't really fit the theming of the area. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, treehouse, True. jungle, you can make it work. I don't know. I guess. But like, so anyway, so so that was WWNT. Then the Kingdom Insider, um, you know, wrote an article in April. Uh, and WW wrote one earlier than that, too. I just didn't pull it up yet. Yeah, here it is right here. Uh, April 18th, 2022. Breaking. Tarzan's treehouse being rethemed, possibly to Encanto. And of course, there's no, it just says, this is the, this is the sentence. Rumors indicate it may be Encanto. That's all they say about it. So they wrote an article in April, then they wrote another one in June. But after the one in April, uh, the Kingdom Insider wrote one the same day. Is an Encanto retheme coming to Tarzan's treehouse? Oh, Lord. <laughs> is it just because that's the only movie that had a house in it? I don't know. Or a tree. Yeah. Or a tree. Yeah. Luca didn't have any trees. Even uh, famously. Comicbook.com, which is more of a blog site or more of a news site than a blog site. But still, you know, they cover mainstream stuff. But on that same day as well, on April 18th, they wrote about popular Disneyland attraction might be getting Encanto makeover. 
And that's it. They don't really, uh, you know, mention it. They don't mention WWNT, thank God, because uh, they don't <laughs> need more press. But like, so April, that clearly got a ton of hits. So they decided to rewrite the article in June, publish another version of it in June, which is still the same vague nonsense. Well, we talked about it. I think we covered it on the show. Maybe it was um, in depth. But I said, no way. They're literally never going to do this. And then I think in that maybe in one of those uh, new things, I was like, you know, we announced that they're redoing uh, Swiss Family Robinson. And I think and I don't know if this is like the Barbara Streisand effect or not, but I seem to remember saying something about if they're going to do anything, that'd be cool if they just redid it as Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, because it makes sense. They're redoing the movie, right? Yeah. Well, today. The former Tarzan's treehouse in Disneyland will be transformed into Adventureland Treehouse, reopening next year to the 1960 film Swiss Family Robinson. The walkthrough attraction's first run as the Swiss Family Treehouse lasted from 1962 to 1998. Disneyland's treehouse became Tarzan's treehouse in 99. And this is pretty funny. The, uh, that attraction shuttered in September 21, and rumors circulated from the likes of WDW News Today that it may be rethemed to the 2021 Disney animated hit Encanto. WDWNT ended up being wrong, as Disney announced Thursday on its official parks blog that the Adventureland Treehouse will be inspired by Walt Disney's Swiss Family Robinson in 2023. Quote, the Adventureland Treehouse will showcase wondrous new environments created amongst the branches of a giant tree on the shores of the Jungle River, where guests will once again enter by the giant water wheel and follow the wood rope stairways up, up, up into the bows, wrote Disneyland Public Relations Director Kelsey Lynch. I know. (laughs) Here, you will find fascinating rooms that the family in this new story created for one another, from the mother's music den and the young son's nature room. Uh, This is what you want in a jungle house. You want a nature room. What does that mean? (laughs) You didn't get a room? You sleep outside? To the teenage daughter's astronomer's loft. All things are fashioned from found objects and blah, 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 blah. Uh, apparently it's going to open. Uh, they don't really know, actually. But yeah, anyway, so there you go. So once again, add that, tack this on to the myriad of things that WDWNT have been wrong about. They're just incorrect. And they don't care. No. Because it's care. been so long that nobody really remembers. I remember. Yeah, of course. I sort of love that they're making it. They're sort of reverting it back to what it was. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's the name's yeah. a little bit generic, but I it, it and post but also very current Disney, the Adventureland Treehouse inspired by the Swiss family Robinson. Like isn't isn't that what it what the official name is on the like okay. Yeah. But you know. So it's like a reimagined, like it. but it's based so they're doing a Disney Plus series on the Swiss Family Robinson. Right. So I think it's that that sort of it, reality. Yeah, they actually went through with it and did what people wanted, which is let's get Tarzan out of there and, and remake the thing that people still walk through at Walt Disney World mm-hmm. right? every day. Yeah, but I knew right off the bat they're not going to do it's not It's not going to happen. Uh, Hope, where did you post that? You posted a um, link. Nothing. I, I Eric? Was, yeah, I, I've been looking through. I can't find anything other than the Main Street Electrical Parade is going to well is already done. Yeah, it's already done. Yes, and um, Henry Cavill's going to be Superman again. Yeah, he left The Witcher to be Which Superman. Is upsetting. I couldn't get into The Witcher. I think it's because I didn't binge it. 
Yeah. Mm, okay. Probably. I watched I, I, I watched it too far apart and I got too confused by the nonlinear timeline. I think if I had binged it, I would have liked it better. That makes sense. I you know to what I did with season two, I sort of dropped out in season two. I just don't care. I guess I don't care. I don't know. Hmm. But I did finish Andor. And uh I, I loved it. Oh, it was great. A- episode episode ten, I I when I watched it last night, I texted the uh the Bantha the Bantha boys mm-hmm. and said, I'm legit like cheering on these people like oh, so good. But the, you know the what? The entire series has been great. Oh, it's been great. But like I I did have a problem with with something in season ten. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Maybe uh maybe the next secret show we can talk about it. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I because I, I, I had love... a I had a big problem with it. Oh, okay. Well we'll talk about it later. I would love there's there's a video out there of um the woman who plays I can't remember the character's name because I can't remember any character's name who isn't on um, Andor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the woman who plays the um Imperial Security guys uh-huh. the, the ISB. Yeah, yeah, person, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um she talks it, it's a it's a great video. Look it up. It's on starwars.com where mm. she's talking about how you want to root for her. And, and it came up on Bantha milk on their last episode when they were talking mm. about episode nine, where they're like, you kind of want to root for her, but you also realize she's a horrible person. Yeah. Who tortures people for a living. And she's like, it's a, it's a weird role to play because she She's deliberately doing this. You want to you want her to succeed. You want her to be good at her job and 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 push past things. But you realize what that actually means mm-hmm. is more death and torture. Yeah, well, it's interesting because the only reason you want her to be successful is because it's counter to what. The Empire is telling her what her her. The people above her, yeah, yeah are telling her patriarchy that's yeah. going on. That, yeah, that and it's like, well, he doesn't value her. Sure, and she's, but it's more than that. Like she's fighting, quote unquote, the empire at that point. Like she's she's rebelling against the empire in that. So you're like, oh, well, we want her to win because the empire is bad. But also, if she wins, then she catches everybody, and that's bad. So you know, whatever. It's like I always go back to Breaking Bad. It's like everyone's rooting for Walt. But he was literally making meth. <laughs> like, it's just, right. You can't like, you know what I mean? You can't get worse though. You can't like sympathetic. Right. But it's <laughs> when you have a bad character who's doing bad things morally and you want them to succeed. That's good writing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Um, that's it. I think we're done. I think so. That's it. Mm, okay. Well. Good stuff. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you uh, got really hungry from our show here at the uh, Turkey Leg Central or something like that. I do miss the turkey legs. They're juicy, smoky. They're good. It's good stuff, man. I appreciate the turkey legs. God bless those Toms for dying. Maybe they're not dead. Maybe they just had their legs amputated. Maybe it's just a bunch of Lieutenant Dan's rolling around going, <laughs> like weebles. Sort of wobbling around. Those wobbles, but they don't fall down. They don't. They don't have any legs anymore. Oh, gosh. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hopefully next week we're going to be doing some in-depth. Uh, I haven't talked to Jeremy about it, so I don't really know if it'll happen. But hopefully it will. And then uh, the show after that, it's going to be uh, Beverly talking about why she cannot stand Disneyland anymore. <laughs> and she's going to try to burn it down. Something yeah, like that. Dang. Pretty much, yeah. That's... 
I actually don't even need to do the show anymore. You just did it. I just, I'll just play that <laughs> soundbite yeah. on repeat. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I appreciate it. Until next time, see you in the parks.